Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, <laughs> and welcome to the bloody awesome movie podcast spoiler minisode of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. As John said on the main show, that is a mouthful. Uh, who's John? John Burke is joining me. My name is Matt Hudson, but say hello to John Burke. Hi. Hello, John Burke. There we go. Good old uh, spoiler minisode intro there. This sets up how we're going to go through this. Uh, Just stumbling around like we are fighting in a movie that we have no place in fighting in. <laughs> exactly. Like we've had far too many pumpkin donuts from Starbucks. Um, so, yeah, for those who are new to this minisode, this is where we give our spoiler thoughts, obviously. We dropped our non-spoiler thoughts of Shang-Chi uh, last week. Uh, the, the only non-spoiler part of it is... If you've already heard that, you know we both really enjoyed this film an awful lot. So now we're going to talk about why we really liked it. And um, I mentioned straight up top in the in my review in the non-spoiler that I felt there were some lulls in the middle. Uh, and, I, and that's kind of my main drawback other than the ending, but I'll get into that. But I thought there's a few lulls in the middle. I thought it slowed down because it had to slow down. It couldn't just be breakneck the whole time. Um, and certain parts felt, like they had a small momentum in others, but at no point was I thinking this is taking time away from anything that I, that from action or from anything else. They were necessary. They are such, so well acted as scenes, but I felt there was a little lull in the middle, had a few issues of the ending. But other than that, I think this was fantastic. What were your issues with the ending? Um, I just thought it went, I, uh, it went big again. And I knew that it was all, I, I knew it was going to, because it was, or if you're tapping into the Asian culture, which it did so well as well, like the exploration of that was unreal. But when you had the the, the opposing dragons fighting, mm. it felt a bit OTT for me because, and that's what I get with a lot of Marvel films, or to be fair, in films in general of this kind of stature, where I'm so into like the character side of it. We just the the way that um, the characters are written and portrayed and developed in this film, all of them across the board was so mesmerizing i wanted more of that and then you got so like i mentioned the top heavy of some brilliant action scenes the 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 first the opening fight uh between oh, uh the, tony the um, fight. Oh, not even that one oh, I mean, oh, the, oh. the kind of the the the, the, the dance fights which i thought yes. was oh man mesmerizing father shen and so lung's characters just that was um fantastic the bus fight um and then, and then some of the other action scenes we had as well like the underground car park the parking lot fight were pretty cool the chase scene pretty cool yeah. I, you know i was in i was like man they're really managing to mold this uh, character origin story with well-developed characters and ones who i really enjoyed every performance with some pretty fantastic action which felt different from other action scenes within the mcu most of them in fact and then we get to the end which and i didn't mind the battle at the end but once it just felt very big and it felt like the film lost something at the end there i don't know if i'm alone so, to think of that or i don't know if a lot of people think that because I, it's the cliche thing to say but i liked yeah. it but it felt it just felt too big for how good this film is i i get that but i also feel like they did a good job like katie's arc concludes in that moment right like she gets yes. to shoot the the monster and then he does still have to kill the monster like the dragon doesn't do it like he he has to do it with the ring oh, he has to use a power um, yeah and one of the things that I don't know that this movie is going to get enough praise for is the treatment of the female characters, which is obviously within the Dude. commentary of the movie too. Like the females are in the background. They are the side, like they are treated differently, but they get to shine. 
And more importantly, the sister says, let me go, right? Yeah. Sacrifice me, which in how many other movies that would have been what happens, that he would have let her go and she would have died and we would have been sad. And that he says, his motivation no. or something as well. Right. He says, no, they don't fridge her. They let her live and get to still shine. She doesn't get to do really anything. The sister doesn't in that moment. She did so much before, though, but she doesn't kill the dragon. He kills the dragon. I would have liked, I don't know how the rings work exactly. I would have loved if they both got five, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. split it Probably. even. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Guardian style, but they didn't do that, which is fine. I'm okay with it, but I, I was expecting him to, like, give her five and, like, together they kill the thing. That would have been just a little more cathartic, I think, but still, he doesn't sacrifice her. I love that. I love that Katie gets to do something. Um, a lot of the themes in this movie really work for me. This kind of idea of these people, uh, arrested development, unsure of what to do next, unsure of what, what role they really fill in society and then finding it in this, uh, this journey and in, in the MCU. Um, I do, I don't want to dictate what we talk about, but I want to talk about both post credit scenes because I think the first one with, uh, Wong, uh, because the, the movie ends, Wong pulls them, into a portal and yes. like they're at the bar. I love the full circle thing. Yeah. Um, with, with their friends here. Yeah. yeah. With the friends at the bar and like them not believing the story and then Wong <laughs> showing up. Um, but then also the, the post credits is them talking about the rings. We get a Captain Marvel cameo. We get Mark Ruffalo yeah. uh, as, as Bruce Banner. Um, but then the callback to the karaoke. So freaking funny um, that Wong, Wong, Wong is such a lovable character anyways. <laughs> right. And him singing karaoke with them is the best. It's such a good send off. And um, I think it's one of the best post credit scenes in the MCU. Like I love that scene so much. I had b- both times. I thought it was really fun. I thought it did enough to kind of make sure we get that Shang-Chi is a part of the MCU. What without being too like, like heavy handed to that there's more to come, but obviously there's more to come. Um, what, what is that beacon in the ring? Like I'm, I'm so mm-hmm. intrigued. I can't wait to see what it is. The beacon is uh, the beacon is what I took away. Other than the, the ten rings will return. I was like, oh, I'm not showing you the ten rings. That uh, is interesting. Uh, uh, uh. So that leads me to the last one, right? Which is oh, the yeah. sister has now taken over the criminal empire. Something mm-hmm. we've seen she has a penchant for. She made a comment that if I won't be a part of my father's, I'll build my own. Well, yeah. now she has the father's without the rings, but still they're called the ten rings. Yeah. Um, I. I feel like that's probably a Disney Plus series. Like, what do you um, think? I, I mean, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. They're using Disney Plus series to flesh out really well. Actually, the MCU, the ones I've seen anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, have characters who maybe before you wouldn't necessarily think would have their own show. Or uh, looking at the ones that are coming out in the next two years. Uh, why wouldn't they I mean like the, the 10 rings in itself sounds like a, it could work on Disney plus just the and 10 it, rings. I, I really like her um, as a character, the sister. Mm-hmm. And then I also think that uh, her sidekicks, both razor fist. And then I don't know what, I don't razor remember fist. what her sidekicks name was that was running the fighting thing. But that whole scene when he first meets Busboy, um, as Bus he Boy. calls Shang-Chi, <laughs> I love his whole like attitude, his demeanor. And then even when he like flicks him off, when it's got kind of a, um, uh, what's what's in Hangover? Um, Ken Jung's character, uh, uh I can't Leslie. His name, but I know who he Yeah, it's um, it's kind of got his vibe of like the whole like flicking him off. Like he's nice, but also you can't fully trust him. I love the whole vibe that he brings to that like sequence. Um, 
I, I mean, uh, there's so many great little things in this movie, but I, I'm, I love the post credits and I'm hopeful for both. I can't wait for Shang-Chi, but I love that we might get something else with the sister, whether it's a 10 ring series or if the 10 rings becomes maybe the criminal organization that another show is centered around. Cause you could easily see Hawkeye being, maybe he's fighting with them. Oh dude, um, you could interweave that into so many now. Right. And we haven't talked about, how have we not talked about Maurice? Um, and, and, the Mandarin, if you will, yeah, ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley. We didn't mention I, Morris at all, did we? Or Trevor, no, Trevor uh, which, Trevor. That's I could not remember uh, the non-Mandarin name, but um, we early in the movie, huge almost. Yeah. Early in the movie, we get a reference to Iron Man three, like that. So they yes. had this guy, and I got you know I took him out or whatever. But then he, when Kingsley showed up, I was flabbergasted. I was mm-hmm. so stunned that he was actually in this movie. I love that character so much. I liked him in Iron Man 3. Well. Yeah. Uh, people hated him in Iron Man 3. That was one of the biggest complaints was people were mad that the uh, wool had been pulled over their eyes about the Mandarin. <laughs> um, I loved it in Iron Man 3. I thought it was super funny and I had no real connection to that character. So I was okay with it. Um, here. I love what he gets to do. I love the kind of commentary on the, there's meta commentary, right? Like on the actual people being pissed off about it. Like yeah, it's yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> But even in the battle sequence when he's dead and Maurice is like nudging him and then he's like, dude, it's a performance. Chill out. And then Maurice plays dead. Love that. So good. Oh, Maurice, man. I mean, he's like, uh, Aquafina calls him a chicken, chicken dog or chicken pig. Yeah. It's great. You know, going to sell some toys, but it it also worked because it played into the, the influences that, um, this film was, was playing off. And it, it, that kind of almost strange, dreamlike essence that you get with a lot of um, Asian influence work. I'm thinking of anime where these things are kind of part and parcel, bringing that into a more mainstream. Certainly can't get any more mainstream than the MCU, but it all fit very nicely. Uh, and Morris was, <laughs> he was great. And yeah, having Trevor Slattery back given, like you say, he was um, how he was in Iron Man three. He was a, you know, an actor who was hired to be the man Mandarin now see where they're going to go with that. That was that's exciting. They're they're the little nods that this film needed. I didn't need to see Bruce Banner in the film. Hey, put him in the mid credit scene, fine end credit scene, um, but I didn't need to see him in the film for them to be like, oh, this is an MCU film. However, there's these little kind of little nods like that. I mean, it, well, it, it's quite a big nod, but if you are not down on your MCU law, you, you you don't you're not missing anything as such. But if you are onto it, then you're getting so much more at that moment and also kind of like, what, where could we be going with this? So that's what I needed to tie this into the MCU. As I mentioned on the main show, I love the fact that for me personally, it didn't feel like a Marvel film up until the end. But even then that didn't feel like a Marvel film. It just had that kind of, it hit the beat that you expect now where you get the big, big ending, but it didn't feel like a Marvel film. You know, it had that, it had the diversity, it had the, um, did dive into the Asian culture and influences. It was, it was fantastically well realized. The music was great. This film looked so good. It had the standard gags you'd expect, but most of them worked. One of them, which made me almost die was during the, um, during the scene where they're trying to break out of the, trying to break out of, uh, but they're escaping from being captive and they're going up the side of the building. And then uh, out yes. of nowhere, Aquafina's character comes and she starts singing Hotel California. Yes. She's obviously jumping off a line she said previously. Uh, it does, just doesn't work. But it, for her character, it's, uh, it doesn't help her at it, all. But It works for a second. Funny. For a second. And then, and then vroom, off she goes. But it made me laugh so much because whilst I was watching it, I was, it, it got me thinking, 
what the what, what? but then i remembered it was so mm-hmm. had i been in that situation i probably would have been killed at the hands of her because i was confused i thought i was i thought i was great yeah raise yeah. the bus the bus sequence was um yeah the bus fight i mean i thought nobody had a great bus fight the film nobody and it did this was as uh, this was a fun old bus fight great uh action so well choreographed to the point where it didn't feel stagey it felt rough it felt ready it felt raw um and it was probably the, the the best set piece for me of the entire film from start to finish. Even it ends it's, on a Marvel joke, but it works. Um, yeah, that bus sequence, man, fantastic. And also, we got the commentary with the uh, yeah, the dude like, doing IG live, whatever he's doing. But that didn't ruin the moment for me. So many times that could feel uh, shoehorned in, or it could ruin the vibe. But you know, they 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 showed restraint. I I think I think I, on when to put humor in. I really like that. Um, I th- I like a lot of the. I, I'm a fan of Aquafina's shtick, if you will, like yeah. some of her jokes early, like the whole you know Jeff Gordon bit and all that. <laughs> I'm, I'm in on that. I think it's funny. Um, she does get to show heart in this movie. Yep. She doesn't. She's not just the sidekick. She's not just the comedic relief. She's not just there as the girlfriend either. And that's one of the things that I kind of alluded to. The women get treated much better than they have in, in other Marvel movies. Uh, I think Rachel McAdams and Doctor Strange is one of the most wasted castings in the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. Such a high caliber actress barely gets to do anything in Doctor Strange except for aid the hero, right? Or motivate his actions. Even in the, the What If cartoon, um, that's it, she's not really used <laughs> as anything more than that. Aquafina, yes, there is an implied romantic connection that's like, on the surface that to me as a rom-com guy, I'm hoping goes somewhere, but that's not why she's there. She, she has a role. She has a function in the story. Um, she inserts herself in the story, right? Like he doesn't drag her along. She's not just taken for a ride. She insists that she go with him, right? Like, no, you're my friend. I have taken responsibility for you. And even on the bus fight, she initially says, does he look like he can fight? And that's one of the things I love about this movie is he has been playing the role of the nobody fish out of water, but he quickly reveals, Oh, I am more than capable yeah. of fighting. And it's not. Didn't. Yeah. I thought that his fighting based on the trailer, I thought his fighting ability was going to be kind of surprised to him, like magical, mm-hmm. like, Oh, I can fight. No, no, that's not this character. And I love that. I was so happy. That wasn't the case that it wasn't like, Oh, suddenly I'm a good fighter. It's like, no, no, I have been actively trying to hide my abilities forever. Like when Aquafina sees him without a shirt on at the, uh, the, the, the ring fight, <laughs> yeah. I love her face. Cause she's like, like, mm. she's like, what, what, what is this? I've and known him she's forever. Like, Where did your shirt go? He's like, yeah. Yes. Know. I love that. She turns it into a joke. Right. Cause again, another movie, she's just fawning over him after that, but no, no. Yes. And, and the subtle joke, when she walks in with all the money and he's like, where did you get that money? It's like, what? You bet against, you bet me. against me. Like, no, what do you talk? What? Shut up! Um, it's, <laughs> I, I love all of the banter between them. I just, I have, I love this movie. I'm a big, big fan. I don't know for sure where it's going to end up on my my list, but because of my love of kung fu movies, um, my love of these characters in particular, and it does feel fresh. It does feel like a new. Then it feels like a phase four Marvel movie, right? Like this is yes. we're entering into this new phase where we're going to get different stuff, and if this is what we're going to get, I am super all all in on it. So. I, I loved it. I, I can't stress enough how good I think this movie is. I've seen it twice already. 
yes, you have. You've been a man who's ventured out um, for good reason as well to see it twice. Uh, yeah, for, for all the reasons I said in the main show, this is what we're going to get, the potential direction, the diversity, and I mean in front of and behind the camera, but also just in storytelling. Yes, it kind of, for me, it, it veered into that Marvel territory at the end, but I don't want people to sit there and think, well, that's a lazy uh, critique because I'm not saying that the film was ruined because of that. I'm just saying that even a film out for me is film that felt so different. Still, you know, had those, still had that yeah. third act trapping for me, which I, I expect that now. It's not something I'd ever look at and think, well, this was a nine out of ten. Now it's only a seven and a half. I, I was hoping I we wouldn't go there. I think both this and Suicide Squad both fall into a moment where like the world is at stake again. Yeah. But I think both movies don't, that's not what the heroes think they're in for. Like, they both think they're in for a smaller battle. They're not going there with the intent of saving the world. Right, and that's what makes this movie so compelling, is that the villain isn't wanting to destroy the world. He wants his wife back. Yeah. And And who's going to argue against that? And I love that. That's why I'm, I'm empathetic, because anyone who's grieving... And doesn't know how to move on. Which, by the way, having seen this movie twice, there's a really key moment in the uh, breakfast sequence with Aquafina's, uh, Katie's family, where um, Katie says to her grandmother, it's mm. time to move on. And the mom says, that's an American ideal. Yeah. And then yeah. the whole movie is about the man not being able to move on. Like, it's it's in the text. and it's But it's so naturally stated that it's easy to skip over it. But it's like the theme is right there this idea of grieving and, and he's driven to not even madness. Like he's driven to, he's always been this man who sought what he wanted, but then he found what he really wanted, which was love. And he stopped being evil for that time. But then and I, I love that. Scene too. Wanted, yeah. When, when Shang-Chi is looking at his father and we get all the flashbacks of the times that he clearly did love his son. Mm-hmm. Cause again, other movies, the villain only wants the son for an heir right? Someone to take his power. Yep. That's not, there's genuine love between father and son. And th- they made him a real person. And like, so yes, there are monsters, but the monsters, if you want to look at them as metaphorical, right? Like that there, yep. everyone has monsters. They have demons, that kind of thing. Okay. And yes, it does. It does. It's, it still looks better than a lot of the other Marvel CG monster things have. Oh looked. yes. No, no, it does. Um, even the, like there is, it's not because if it were just the dragon and just the big giant soul eater thing, cool. But there's all the thousands of little like soul eater squiddy things. Those still look good, even when there's a thousand of them being rendered on screen. So like they yeah. really took the time to make it look good. And then there's all the I, I like the lions that are fighting with yeah, the, yeah. the village, um, all the Maurice's family and the 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 weird horse <laughs> that uh, Ben Kingsley's character Trevor gets really like. Why is that horse looking at me like that? Yeah, whole th- I love weird looking thing. <laughs> yeah, I love all of that stuff. I think it, they all look good. Uh, the the designs are strong. They, the CG is well well lit and looks. I mean, it looks like CG. It doesn't look real per se, but it, I don't necessarily need it to look real. Yeah, I just it want it to look completely good. Completely take you out. I guess maybe in my head, I was just hoping for again. I, I, I'm sure people probably roll their eyes and think Ooh, cliche, but I would just hope, kind of wish that we just have. You know, Simu Lu versus Tony Lung at the end in this kind of very personal fight where yes. you still have that bit at the end where, you know, where, where, um, Tony Lung's character passes away or passes on and they can still share that kind of bond or they have, they have those flashbacks. But again, that, you know, maybe that wouldn't have been big enough or tied in enough. But I think that for me, that would have been a fantastic way for this character driven story that 
you know, he could have still been going yeah. to the to the island to the area the island for these same to the location, sorry, for the same reason. There could have still been hordes of army still fighting, but Fair. it boiled down to father and son, which is always an emotive subject anyway, um, and sister as well, um, daughter of son, father, son. I, I guess there had to be something behind the gate, though, right? Like, it, it wasn't going to be the mom. That's it. Exactly. What, if, if not, then what is it? You know, then is it Mephisto, maybe? I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, it, it has to be something. So, but maybe in my head, I the, just wanted that. But I'm not going to complain because I, I still enjoyed that third act. The one thing I'm wondering, though, is if we're going to find out that that Soul Eater is one of the deviants that the Eternals are set to fight. Yep. Um, because it is like another dimension. It may not be, but I think that would be a cool, like, how to pull the Eternals into the MCU also with that, like if that was a deviant um, and maybe that's what the 10 rings are signaling. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like there's all yeah, sorts yeah. of possibilities that we don't know yet, but I'm curious um, what the soul eaters function was because it was, it was pretty scary looking. I thought, um, and mm. very, very powerful. Yeah, uh, you'd imagine they'll be back somehow or there'll be some reference to that. Cause again, big moments like this don't, don't just happen and go away. Well, they certainly shouldn't. Yep, but um, yeah, that's. I mean, I could probably talk forever about this movie because I really like it, and I just think it's great, and it does a lot of cool stuff, and there's some great performances. And I would Hollywood, you have to stop saying you can't put faith in Asian-led films because uh, Crazy Rich Asians and now this have both blown up the box offices. Like farewell, got Oscar love as well yeah, alongside yes. those. It didn't get the box office push, but that's a small drama. I don't think yep. you're going to get a, a blockbuster. You know, no matter what the cast was of the farewell, that's not a blockbuster style movie. No, that's a prestigious movie. But it's but, it, but it's a prestigious movie that got the buzz and got oh, the, yeah. and got the love as well. It's so totally excellent, excellent, yeah. excellent movie. It's you know, and it's you look at things like this, like Black Panther films, which transcend the MCU almost. And you know, it's not it's not um, a coincidence that the diversity involved can bring bring about new stories, fresh ways of storytelling different perspective on origins and characters you know it's it it, 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 it's time now to start like i say for hollywood or disney mcu whoever to realize that you know why 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 be scared of broadening horizons of doing what should have been done many many years ago um shang chi is again the, the latest entry into the canon that says yes you can have an asian led or a black led film or an ensemble and it smashed a box office, be critically well received, and be one of the best films in your twenty-four film canon. Indeed, it does, sir. So that is our spoiler review of Shang Chi. Like John said, we probably could have thrown in so much more. There's probably things we didn't mention here, but we probably did mention them on the main show. Go check that out on the same feed you're listening to this now. If you want to find us online, you can do go on to Twitter and search at BAMP underscore podcast, B-A-M-P underscore podcast. We're also on Instagram, aren't we, John? We are on Instagram at Bloody Awesome Movie Pod. Uh, we're there. We're also on Facebook to search Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast. You can find me, what I watch tonight.co.uk, what I watch tonight, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd talking some film. John, where are you? I am at BurkeReviews.com and at BurkeReviews on all of the social media platforms. Go check it out. Give us five stars on your podcast provider of choice, if you would, please, because it helps us out an awful lot. And we'd very much uh, appreciate you if you could do that. However, I am going to tell you to stay bloody awesome and keep watching movies.